fellow Zeros. Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that's just ancient pirate talk for Fire the Cannon. I'm your host, Joe, and I brought along with me two other members of the Sang Brotherhood to talk to you about the movie The Phantom. We've got Corey. The podcast where there's no smoking in Skull Cave. And sequel. The podcast that goes well with my drapes. Before we even get to what we've been watching this week, we got some emails to do. And obviously before we talk about The Phantom. We have a follow-up email from Aiden, who emailed, I think it was two episodes ago. Sounds right. Aiden writes, Dear ZTH, in the Black Panther one, one of my personal favorites, one of you had said, the podcast that will feed you to our children. Just kidding, we're vegetarians. Oh, that's me. That is where I got that from. I get it. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Sincerely, Aiden, a.k.a. the listener who wonders what it all means. P.S. I still don't know Mr. Corey's last name. That's fair. On an unrelated <laughs> note, I also need to know your social security number. <laughs> There's a five in there. <laughs> yes. I took, a, I took a shot in the dark because it's an Iron Man quote. Thanks for clearing that one up, Aiden. So it was, it was someone's bet from an episode in Black Panther. It was Panther. mine. It, yeah. was, it was 100% my bet. I mean, you should remember. Yeah. Thanks for clearing that up, Aiden. And our other email is from Tom, who has never emailed us before. Hey, Tom. Tom writes, Dear Zeros, first off, let me say how grateful I am to have found your podcast. It makes me smile knowing that each week I will hear a bunch of miscreants talking about one of my favorite things in the world. For this, I am truly blessed. You've provided me with hours of laughs, thought-provoking questions, and funny banter. On my long bike rides and even longer road trips back and forth from New England to New Jersey. Thank you. Corey. Corey is the jock in high school who was a closeted geek and then the jocks found out so they banished him to the nerd kingdom. He now rules over the land and the nerdlings look to him as some sort of god. I bet he's the kind of guy who would have tattoos on his chest and play guitar like some sort of wannabe rock star douchebag. If Corey was a dog, he'd be a golden retriever who's gotten pudgy with age. Wow. <laughs> Is there one for all of us? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> all right. No. To, bury, to bury the lead, that is incredibly accurate because I know this guy. Okay. He was one of my residents. I uh, feel none of these are... Anytime anyone does this, it's never nice. <laughs> it's not great. I'm next. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Oh, boy. Joe. Joe seems like he's just done with the world. (laughs) How do you know I say that all the time, Tom? Uh, The words that pour from his lips are that of a broken man who still holds hope in his heart that by doing this podcast he will unite the geeky clans and bring stability to this ever-crumbling society that we live in. Sounds like Black Panther, but like a really lame version of it. (laughs) Joe, you're not lame. Thanks. Not at all. (laughs) Spoiler alert, Joe, it won't. If Joe was an ice cream flavor, he'd be vanilla because he's bland as fuck. <laughs> Jesus <Uh-oh>. Christ. <laughs> God, he oh, went so man. savage on this. Guess who's next? Matt. Sequel. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sequel is who I aspire to be in life. Not so bad so far. Okay, good start. <laughs> the salty, jaded dude who's seen some shit and doesn't give a damn. If Sequel was a kitchen appliance, he'd be steel wool. <laughs> <laughs> Abrasive and often overlooked. But you definitely want him around when there's a tough job to do. He also smells like leftover mildewy food and wet dog. Well, I smell amazing. <laughs> I'm just saying. Up to that point, though, it's pretty, uh... Pretty accurate. Pretty accurate, yeah. <laughs> Matt. Matt is the guy in the chair. You may think that you're all in chairs right now, but Matt has combined them into a Modak-like throne he's using. I don't know if this would be Modak or not. Uh, he has so much knowledge of all things nerdy, he makes Vision look like the class dunce. That being said, he's not good for much else besides comic book lore. Seriously, what do you even do? <laughs> Frank. Who the hell is Frank? Is he even on this podcast? Just kidding. Frank is the coolest one of you because he doesn't talk and make my ears bleed. <laughs> Probably because he's never on the show. In all seriousness, I think this is one of the best podcasts out there, and I recommend it to any and all of my friends who like nerdy who like nerdy stuff. Keep it up, fellas. Your loyal, your loyal fan, Tom. And then he has questions for the hundredth episode. That I'm not going to read. So oh. thanks, Tom, for thanks, taking Tom. you know time out of your busy schedule, making sure MySpace doesn't get shut down. <laughs> <laughs> um, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> No, that was fun. Mine hurt a little. <laughs> you're you're a little more than... You yeah. and Matt, but Matt isn't here to defend himself, so no, fuck true. So That reminds us, we have to make sure we keep... Uh, you guys keep sending in your questions for the 100th episode. Yes, please Absolutely. do. You got a week. So yeah, get keep those questions coming. ZTHpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. 
There it is. We're back. <laughs> ah, silly me. I expected that to not carry over. Oh, yeah. No, that's carrying. <laughs> And um, if, if you want to make it a little less insulting in the future, that's fine. It's all in good fun. Absolutely. Thank you, both Aiden and Tom. Now, let's get on to what we've been watching before we cover The Phantom. Sequel, what'd you watch? I've watched a lot. So I've heard. First off, I watched uh, a few MCU movies. Been on an MCU kick, for obvious reasons. Um, I've rewatched Thor, the first one. I watched Age of Ultron. And I watched... Oh, Doctor Strange. Is Age of Ultron any better? Want no, it it's not. It's, um... <laughs> doesn't need to be there. It's, <laughs> it's it's exists only to put Scarlet Witch into the MCU. Or does it exist to start Civil War? And Vision. And Vision. Puts Vision there. It's, it, it exists for that storyline, but otherwise it's a, it's a throwaway. It really is. I think it's because the first Avengers is so good, Ultron was overhyped. And then you, it, you were legitimately let down. But we haven't we haven't tackled that yet. Yeah, so we shouldn't discuss too much of it. That's pretty much my general thoughts. Yeah. Let's say see it again and something changes, maybe get hit in the head or something. <laughs> <laughs> I also watched a movie from my childhood called Batteries Not Included. I don't know if you guys ever saw it growing up. I've definitely more. heard of it. It's on Netflix. Um, it's just it's a Is it a robot? Yeah, it's a really weird premise it's about these old people that live in this building that's gonna get condemned in Brooklyn torn down and something else is going to go in its place and they don't want to leave and these alien robots come down and like help them out like they own a diner in the building and they like cook for them and they repair everything and it's a really weird premise but it's just a really charming and fun movie hmm. nobody that famous in it Jessica Tandy's in it she's um no idea who that is she's uh Miss Daisy from Driving Miss Daisy I don't know if you guys ever saw that I feel like I have, but I can't. I can't remember it. I've definitely never seen it. She's just a really old woman. <laughs> she's, an she's every old woman you've ever <laughs> seen. Betty White. That's no, Betty White. Jessica that's Betty White. Tandy. Jessica Tandy is like pre Betty White before wow. Betty White got like okay. really old. I feel it's a good comparison. So she passed the torch to Betty White. Exactly. Got it. Okay. okay. Then I watched um, Cobra Kai on YouTube Red, and Cobra I, Kai. I highly recommend it if you like Karate Kid. I think the first two episodes are up for yes. on regular YouTube. First two episodes, so I gotta check those out. Are free. Uh, YouTube Red, you get a one month free subscription. So if you don't want to keep it for the nine ninety five a month, you could just cancel it as soon as you finish watching Cobra Kai, which I very well may do because again, I don't know that it's worth the nine ninety five for me. It's. Cobra Kai, not YouTube Red. Great show. Like, I thought it'd be, like, a lot of, um, just a Karate Kid references and jokes, and I'd get bored with it pretty fast, but it's, like, surprisingly deep, mm-hmm. and it's, like, really funny, so, like, it was it was good. I started it and finished it in one night. Like, I just got that hooked on it. Wow. Is it more... Is it more about... God, what is his name? Johnny? Billy Zabka. Yeah, Zabka. Is it more about Zabka's character or the kids that he's now training? Both. It's a little column A, a little column B? Yes. Okay. They don't put clips in, of the movie in the show, do they? They do put clips of the movie in the show, but it fits. Huh, it's not forced. That's good. It fits. Movie. It's The show's about like relationships, I feel. It's it's good. Check it out. It's really funny. Really, really funny. I gotta watch. At least Does the Lusa end up with the, with the girl? Like, is he married to her? Um, uh, what's her face? What the hell's the actress's name from that? No, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. No. But they reference her in the show. Okay. Very good. That's okay. pretty much what I've been watching. A lot of shit, man. Yeah, it's a lot of shit. We've seen a lot of shit. Like steel wool. Should open a window in here. <laughs> yes. <hi. laughs> Not what I meant. Corey, <laughs> what'd you watch? Um, a bunch of random TV shows that don't really matter. Uh, but the one thing I did watch, and I watched it because I don't think I had ever actually sat down and watched the whole thing. Uh, it was No Country for Old Men. Okay. I was like, I didn't even realize... I didn't realize Josh Brolin was in it. He's like Neither the main, main guy. He's the main guy, I know. Llewellyn, right? Llewellyn. Llewellyn. But everyone only remembers the... Javier, whatever his name yeah. is. Bardem. Yeah. Antoine Chigurh. Ch- Antoine Chigurh. And I remember Tommy Lee Jones. I guess the only parts I watched were... I guess Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones two. is the main guy, technically, right? I would honestly say Josh Brolin's the lead. Okay. Because it's, I it's, seen it's his I story... But it opens and closes with Tommy Lee Jones' monologue. He's, well, he's the old man for No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Have you seen it? it yes, yeah, I saw it in theaters. And you did not see it, right? No, please don't spoil it. Okay. I have to admit, it's more interesting than good, in my opinion. I echo that sentiment. It's a super well-made movie. It's super fun to watch, but there are things that they do in the movie that I'm like, that's an interesting choice that I'm not sure... I'm not sure is how I would have taken it. So I saw that in theaters with my dad, and that was a award season, so it was like, finished his first theatrical run, then they brought it back. Okay. That's when we saw it. And we got into, like, a big discussion in the car ride home. Like, was this any good? Like, it certainly was entertaining. And yeah. It definitely kept our interest, but, like, I had, like, leaving that, I'm like, what did I just watch? <laughs> I, we'll talk about this after the show so we don't spoil it. Sure. But there, th- remind me um, about the hotel. Okay. If, in case I forget, remind me about the hotel, and then we can go from there. Absolutely. Um because there's a couple things... It, it's really from that point on that it takes a strange turn for me that I'm not sure that I I understand. It's incredibly well made, incredibly well acted. Oh, yeah. The this performances is, are brilliant. This, this story is just kind of yeah. like, huh, okay. <laughs> I think that they went into it making trying to make a movie that followed Josh Brolin's character, and they came out with a movie that doesn't really, where it follows the main psychopathic bad guy and Tommy Lee Jones is the sheriff more than anything else. Right. Joe, it's worth the, the three ninety nine rental fee. On it's not Amazon. on Prime? I thought it was on Prime. I tried it. I had to rent it from Amazon. Netflix. I checked Netflix, too. Really? Yeah. Huh. I know it used to be. It used to be on Netflix. That's why nice. I ran, I rented Netflix to, yeah. to to try to watch it. Was that a queer? That's it, really. Just No Country for All Men. I watched... I'm going to say four movies, but, like... There were only two movies in there. I watched Vanilla Sky. Good movie. Uh, that's a weird movie. That's man. a really <laughs> weird movie. <laughs> so weird. I don't. I don't like that one. I don't. I don't think I liked it either. I love that movie. That's a. That's a bottom Tom Cruise movie. That's. That's a movie where that's I. One of the movies bad. I watch it and I'm like yelling at the screen. I'm like, what the fuck are you trying to do? Why do you want me to know? That, that's one of my last blockbuster rentals, and really? I, I almost took it back because I thought it Good was Good riddance, blockbuster. <laughs> Is there, I, a sign, is there yes. a scene that goes to gray yep. on the screen? Yes. Oh, like, I thought my cop, like, I thought it's fucked up when I was streaming it. Oh, man. And that's, like, pre-internet boom, so you couldn't, like, look up shit about movies, really. <laughs> I mean, you could, but there wasn't really a lot of information out there. So, like, I really thought my movie was broken. I almost took it back. But then it started up fairly quickly. After. Wow, that's such a stupid choice. Right? If you're and making it a movie, means nothing. never do that. It doesn't add to it at all. Yeah. Wow. Knowing I just that, like how weird it is. None, I knowing how that that is planned part of the movie, like, is incredible. <laughs> like, the balls on that guy. What was that? That was, um... I forget. I looked it up afterwards. Is that a Fincher movie? No. No? Is it fairly... I'll just wait till we It's talk. a Cameron Crow. Cameron, Cameron Crow. That's Crow. it. That's it. That's it. That's a weird movie. The other movie I watched, I rewatched Civil War, which I haven't seen since theaters. I liked it more the second time. I still think my rating is about where it should be. I gave it a four. I gave it a four. I think you gave it a five. Did I? I also gave it. I think I gave it a five. You did give it a five. The one thing I realized, I don't know if we ever talked about it because it was 97 episodes ago. Was it a problem? Because I probably brought it It's not a problem. It's just like, I feel like Spider-Man would be on Captain America's side if he had like knowledge of the whole thing based on oh, how they frame him in that movie, yes. I think he's on Cap's side. Definitely. 100%. Because he's got the whole line, like, if there's something going wrong and you can stop it and you don't, it's your fault. Yes. He would totally be on Cap's side. I, I agree with that. But he has to be on Tony's side. Yes. Tony recruited him, gave him the suit. He needed an upgrade. Systemic top to bottom. <laughs> he did. And he got one. Tom Holland's really captured our hearts as uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. He's real like even like I didn't appreciate it as much the first time I saw the movie and watching it this time I was like, yeah, he's he's good. I like him. I think so I watched Homecoming a couple weeks ago. I have to watch that movie again too. Yeah, I watched it with a bunch of eighth graders. <laughs> Whoa, Corey. Brought him over to my house. <laughs> no, not at all. Made some popcorn. <laughs> no, no, we were in school. Better? <laughs> Probably. Was it before or after the Fight Club? <laughs> that was not me. <laughs> I promise. Uh, I watched it with a bunch of with a bunch of students, and the opening scene, like the cold open for that movie, is Tom Holland like doing like 
cell phone cell phone footage of the whole trip. Yes. And it's like there's something in there that like just drives home how young he acts and feels in this. That's it, it just it like it sets the tone to buy that he's at the age that he is supposed to be in this movie. John Favreau is outstanding in those clips too. Oh god, yeah. These walls are thin. I can hear you. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Happy, we in the same room? What? No, no, God, no! I'm not sharing a room with you. <laughs> How come you're not dressed? You didn't open a case? Ah. <laughs> There's a case. What case? Wait, this is all my room too. <laughs> like all of that, it's so good. I think they released that. Yeah, they did. They released it early. Yeah. Oh, nice. I didn't. I never. I didn't see it. I didn't see it early either, but I know that they did. I think it was during like a playoff game of some sort too. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. That's cool. Yeah. I think basketball, not basketball. Well, what else is there, Joe? The other two are comedy specials. They're both on Netflix. I watched John Mulaney, Kid Gorgeous. Is it any good? I don't really think so. John Mulaney's really hit and miss for me. He has bits that will make me fucking die. Yeah. And then other times I'm like, heh. His, a couple of his early specials, I'm in love with top to bottom, front to back. A couple of his earlier albums I really like. Yeah, and then this the, one is, eh. the first one he released for Netflix, the comeback hit, I think is what it was called. I haven't seen that one. It was awful. Really? I didn't laugh one... I, didn't, I barely chuckled. Like, I had problems getting through it, and I love John Mulaney. So I've been anxious about clicking on this one and, and trying to watch it. Like, I, I'm not sure if I was going to do it. You might like it, because I know uh, I had a friend recommend it to me, and he, like, lost his shit during part of it. So I watched it, and I wasn't overly impressed, but he was, so maybe it's just me. I don't know. Fair enough. And then the other one was Kevin James' Never Don't Give Up. I'll never watch that. Man, Kevin James. I liked it better than Kid Gorgeous. Fair enough. Not, like, by a lot, but... But you know what I'm going to hate a lot more? I had more more laughs. You know what I'm going to hate a lot more than all of those things? What? King of Queens. I fucking hate that show. Wow! Really? Really? I hate that show. I like that show. You're the first. Not I've one. Ever heard not say. one laugh from me. That, I mean, that, never like, once. Not even the one where he staples his balls. I didn't see that episode. I love that show. I. Don't. <laughs> I never heard anyone say I hate it. I hate People show. can be a different. Yeah, like, you can. Ah. You can nothing that show. Yeah. I didn't, I've never known anyone to actively dislike that. Every time I turn it, you know what? Maybe it was just the fact that I didn't like it early on. I was just like, whatever. And then every time I turned on the television. To try to find something, it was like the only thing that was on. And I'm like, I can't stand this. Fuck you, CBS. I, d- I don't, I don't particularly like Kevin James. I think that's what, yes. I just don't like him. His new show is just like King of Queens yeah. now. Kevin wait. Can't Wait? Yeah. Which or Kevin Can Wait? My my whole point. I think Ralph Macchio is like a recurring character. Oh, that's awesome. I don't, I'm still not going to watch that show, but I like that Ralph Macchio's working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... And and then that pissed me off even more. Like I didn't like King of Queens. It got canceled. I was like, woo! No more King of Queens. Well, it lasted a long time. It did last a long yeah, time for like twelve years. Yeah, it was la- it was on forever. And then it was gone. I was so excited it was gone. And then Kevin can wait. Started coming. Out. I was like, the fuck is this? I just can't. His wheelhouse just- is really small. All right. The the funny thing about Kevin can wait because I watched the first season and then the start of the second season. They kill his wife between seasons. And then make Leah Remini like the main love interest again and bring her back on the show. Because she wasn't a part of the first season. And they, they kill her as like, like unexplained. Like, she's just gone. And wait, they, like, wait. wait the so actress. He has, a, he has a love interest in the first season that's not... He has, he's married in the first season. Yeah. And they they kill that character? Between seasons. To bring back the love interest. What from the King hell? Of, right? It's so weird. It is really weird. He got canceled from King of Queens, refused to be done with it, Started a new show that's just like King of Queens and is slowly making it more like King of Queens. I bet you the ratings for, awesome. for King of Queens reruns are probably like almost as high as like New King of Queens episodes, which is why they brought him back. You mean New Kevin Wait episodes? Yes. Yes. Which is New King of Queens. <laughs> no, I mean New King of Queens, like King King of Queens has new releases. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, they're saying, wow, our, our reruns are doing just as good as our new episodes, mm-hmm. so we're going to... Well, we into that. Keep it going. I, just, I like King of Queens. Tune into our spin-off <laughs> podcast on King of Queens. I don't have a witty title now. Zero's talking no. Zero's talking King of Queens. <laughs> That's terrible. It is. Low effort. The gestures of Queens. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> I was going King Queen. <laughs> I, I, I got you. 
The Jacks. The Jacks. Aces. Aces. Aces on Queens. Stop. It's a, it's a poker commentary. <laughs> Full House. <laughs> Royal Flush. Full House. Full House. Full House. Talking about Kelly Queens. Number one. Full House. That'd be amazing. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh. Under the genre television shows. <laughs> oh, television show podcast, Full House. <laughs> <laughs> All the downloads. King of Queens. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Joe, I think King you just... full of queens. Oh. Oh. Joe, I think you just found your uh, <sighs> your post song outro. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Guys, it's getting warm in here. It's, it, and we're just getting started. Oh, we God haven't damn it. started the movie yet. <laughs> no, we haven't. And that's what we've been watching. Hey, movie facts for the Phantom. I'm going to try to do this quick because it's very warm in the room we're in. And only getting warmer. The Phantom, 1996. It's rated PG. Didn't see that one coming. One hour and 40 minutes long. This director's name is Simon... It's either Windsor or Wincher. But there's no H, so I'm going to go with Windsor. Who also directed Harley Davidson and The Marlboro Man. Free Willy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said when I read it. Lightning Jack, Operation Dumbo Drop. I've said that. And Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles. No! Wow. Do you know who wrote that? No. Matthew Barry. No. Yep. Like the Matt Barry? Like the Matthew Barry. Mr. Roto? The talented Mr. Roto. He wrote that movie? Yes, he did. Wow. Okay. What? Co wrote it. He had a writing partner. <laughs> he had a writing partner or someone who's actually written scripts. <laughs> he was a he wrote several television episodes too for That's amazing. Yeah. I learned something today. The movie stars Billy Zane, Treat Williams, Christy Swanson, Catherine Zeta Jones, James Ramar, Patrick McGowan. McGowan? McGowan I don't know, it's G O O H A N oh. after the Mick. Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa. David Prowell and Robert Kalebi. These are people. They got one on have great careers. I wanted to put the mob guys in there. <laughs> Did you get the taxi cab driver? I don't I don't know. I don't think I so. know that he's one of the he's one of the guys I recognize in He's one of those that guys. Yep. Oh, it's that guy. The budget for this movie was forty f- no. Yeah, that was right. Forty five million dollars. What did they spend it on? I don't know. It, it flopped pretty hard. It grossed $17.3 million. That checks out. The scores for the movie, fairly middle of the road. Rotten Tomatoes coming in at 42%. <sighs> too high? <laughs> yeah, certified too high. <laughs> the audience agrees because they put it at 30%. Certified a little closer. Right on the money. <laughs> IMDb has this movie at 4.9 out of 10, and I couldn't find it on Metacritic. Thank God. <laughs> So That's how bad the Metacritic score was. They didn't even bother putting no, it. Metacritic probably had this out of 87. Yeah. <laughs> Just to spite us. With a user score of 11 point. <laughs> Those are the movie facts. Let's do our general thoughts. I believe Corey goes first. Sounds right. I don't know how to feel about this movie. Other than that, I really am not sure that I liked it at all. Like, I, I don't know that I hate it. I definitely didn't hate it. But... It wasn't good, and it wasn't just so bad that I could find entertainment in it. Though the dialogue served almost exclusively as exposition. Like, there's like this constant, or I'm constant. There's this old school theory in like improv comedy where it's show don't tell, where you don't like pull your hand out in the shape of a gun and then say, "Stick him up, I've got a gun." Like, the audience knows that you have a gun because of the hand motion. And, like, that's what they did throughout this movie. They were like, this is the Jade Skull that does this, this, and this. And then I I just, I couldn't get around it. Like, they didn't know what to say, so they just said whatever was going on. And they, (laughs) it was pretty bad. I didn't like it. (laughs) Sequel. Things to add? Yeah, this is my fourth favorite movie featuring characters with the name of Quill and Drax in it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say this is your fourth time seeing this movie. No. I've never seen this movie before. The only thing I remember as a kid is 7-Eleven was selling those um, 
metal skull rings, mm-hmm. and they, were, they pushed this movie really hard. I believe it was on Slurpee Cups. That's where they spent all the money <laughs> Probably. advertising through 7-Eleven. Possibly. And I I mean, I think I was eight years old. I didn't. My parents didn't take me to see it. Um, this movie has a lot of overacting in it, like an incredible <laughs> amount of overacting in it. Yeah. And... I don't know, I kept comparing it to, like, Rocketeer, because... They, Me too. They're similar they're similar time periods, but it just lacks the charm that Rocketeer had, I feel. That's and it's overall just not that good a movie. I have a lot of the same thoughts as you. Like, I definitely compared it to Rocketeer a whole bunch. Like, Rocketeer is definitely a better movie than this. I think this movie actually looks pretty good, considering it was 96. Like, it's shot very well in all the locations they picked, mm-hmm. outside of some CGI effects. Right. That they decided to put in there for reasons I don't know. I think the cast in this movie is really charming. Like, I think they... I like everyone in their roles. I don't necessarily think this movie is good. Everyone? Pretty much. Okay. We're gonna have... We we are gonna have a talk about it. Some words about one guy in particular. I can't wait to find out if it's who I think it is. I think you're right. (laughs) I actually kind of like the movie. It's kind of bad. Everything in this movie is a little bit funny... (laughs) <laughs> and I don't think they intended that. So that was fun for me. I, I enjoyed that part of it. I want it, If it's going to be so bad as good, it's got to be worse than this, though. That's, that's fair. That's, that's where I but was. But for me, everything was just bad enough. Part of it is where this episode lies. Um, we just saw Infinity War. <laughs> I watched a lot of good movies over the weekend. And it's like, okay, now I'm, I can't help but like mentally... Why am I watching this? I think it's amazing how we somehow managed to sort of sync up movies. Like, we watched Mystery Men after Superman. Yeah. We watched this after a movie featuring Peter Quill. (laughs) It's like, what are the odds? Right. How do we do this? I don't know. It's not even planned, everyone. It's in the cosmos. Alright, so anyway, those are our general thoughts of The Phantom. Let's... From here on out, we're spoiling the, The Phantom... None of us had ever seen it before, so odds are you haven't either, especially with the amount of money this movie made. So, <laughs> It's on Amazon Prime. If you want to watch it before you continue listening, that might help. <clears throat> it's all good. And let's spoil The Phantom starting right now. I'm blown away by this cast. I am blown away by the pulls that they made in this cast. Because there's not all, like, super big names, but there's one huge name... That I did not expect to see. The Captain Zeta Jones. Yeah. Well, this is before she like took oh, yeah. off. No, it definitely was. I think this movie was also meant to like launch Billy Zane as like the next like big thing, mm-hmm. and it totally didn't. If it was a better movie, it would have. Yeah, because he's like he's reasonably good in it. Well, it's funny though. Is the following year he is in the highest grossing movie of all time at the, at that point with Titanic. Titanic came out in ninety seven. The Titanic looks way better. <laughs> And it's still way better. Doing the 65 days. Hmm? Looks that much better. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't actually... I think Billy Zane might be one of the, one of my... One of the people I like the least in this. Really? I really am not... I'm not thrilled by his performance. He's though. incredibly one note. Yeah. Not too high, not too low. It's even keeled Kit Walker. <laughs> yeah, he's got one thing... Uh, I kept making comparisons in my head watching this. I'm like... He's like a discount version of Army Hammer. Okay. Like, because I, I remember watching part of The Lone Ranger. It's oh. a lot like this if it were worse. Okay. I mean, I don't know how good The Lone Ranger movie is. I've heard it's bad. It's not <laughs> good. I, don't, I doubt it. But I think this is like a like a lower budget version of that. I, I it, He rides a horse. It's the fucking same movie. <laughs> <laughs> that right out the gate got me all twisted. I was like, there's no horses in Africa. How do you get a horse in Africa? Whatever. Move on. It court. came in a crate on a <laughs> plane. <laughs> or a ship. And then, uh, the way he... The, plane. <laughs> <laughs> definitely wasn't a plane. the way he physically acts as the Phantom might be one of, like, the, the oddest decisions for me. The way that he runs with, like, these, like, Really long, like exaggerated arm motions. That's why this movie's always a little bit funny. <laughs> is, is the Phantom like that though? I like, don't. I don't know. know. I have no knowledge of this character. I have no background. On I have the Phantom no at all. background on the Phantom. I kept forgetting that he has guns. I constantly forgot that he had guns. Oh I my god! Pull them out. I'd be like, "Where did he get the guns <laughs> from?" I, I laughed at that part when he's suiting up because like, I don't know. He's, has his belt, then he holsters a pistol. Like, whoa! <laughs> this, okay. guy, this guy fucking serious. So he kind of has abilities, but he doesn't? 
I don't think he does. I think he has no abilities, but he can, except for the magic ring that he'll use. That that'll be useful when it'll be useful. So he's a planeteer. Yeah. Okay. He also recovers really fast from things. Like he got stabbed pretty good, Mm -hmm. and then he's like, "I'm fine to keep going." Say I don't say I can't tell if he has ability, and he can talk to his dead father. Yeah, weird. I'm entirely entirely unsure if it's can actually talk, like, if that's an ability. Or if it's in his head. Or if it's in his head. I think I'm, it's an ability. I'm really not, I think it's in his head. It's not my favorite scene, but I absolutely love that he shakes his ghost dad's hand. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> oh, put it, uh, you know what? The first time we see ghost dad, before we know he's ghost dad, right after he gets, he's getting patched up and he has, like, the book out and he figures out what they're after... And Ghost Dad shows up. I don't think we should say Ghost Dad in light of recent events. You guys... Alright, so Bill Cosby's, like, one of the few movies he oh. had Ghost Dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's all I'm thinking about right now. Okay. So... <laughs> you can if you want. I'll call him Hugh Hefner, then, because he looked like Hugh Hefner. In, like, Phantom weird... Dad. Phantom Dad? Phantom Dad. That, 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 that works. That's actually what he's credited yeah, as. true Phantom. Phantom Phantom's Dad. Mr. Phantom was my father. <laughs> Call me the Phantom. <laughs> so, the first time he's like, "Oh, you can't beat yourself up if they if, if they get away with some treasure. It's no big deal. They got the skull. They got the skull. Like, wait, is he supposed to beat himself up or not? I don't know what you want here, Ghost Dad. Which is why I think it's in his head. Like, I don't think it's Phantom Dad. Phantom Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I love this." <laughs> It's gonna be a fun episode. More fun than I thought of. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> oh god, he's he's acted like he, that's that's a bit of overacting. Every time Dad's on screen, it's it, there's like he overacts. Well, since you brought up overacting, Xander Drax, so much overacting. Oh my god, I compare. I love it. <laughs> Can't it's bad. He I, is in the best possible. He is all exposition all the time. Okay. He doesn't have an inner monologue in him. All right, you he know he is. A cheap version of Lex Luthor from Spider-Man 78. Superman? Superman. Superman. <laughs> Fuck my life. Superman 78. Yes. The, the poor man Lex Luthor. Yes, okay. he is. So, you guys ever see that like YouTube clip of like the like worst overacted scenes? Yep. The Trolls kid, or the kid from Trolls 2 or whatever, where like, they're eating her, and then they're going to eat me. Oh my god! <laughs> I just had that running through my head whenever he was on screen. Especially my least favorite part of the movie. I'm sorry. My least favorite part of the movie. <laughs> where um, he has the skulls, the two skulls. Oh, the power! It's unbelievable! It's amazing! Oh yeah, that was, it's, it's, it's so bad. I that, hated that. That so moment, much. that moment to me was. I, I think it was, that, that was actually the glass shatter moment. Where, like, you can't unsee it now. And, and it, like, glass literally shatters. Yeah, glass yeah, does. <laughs> and, like, then I went back and, like, thought about the rest of the movie. I was like, oh, my God. He is nothing but an exposition tool. That's all he does. That's all, all he does. of his lines explain like, what he's about to do. And, like, he can't... I love it. It's like, the, they knew the technology wasn't there to do what they wanted to do with the skulls. No. So they just, like... Put light bulbs in their eyes. But, like, <laughs> what they did is they just focused on the skulls and him... And not what was supposed to be happening all around the room. Just the stained, stained glass falling around. And he's like, amazing! Unbelievable! No, no, because there's some shadowy things, like, it, like things are moving, like, pictures are being, like, made and moving all around, like, the wall. And I think they were supposed to be, like, they had a vision for something way more intense and cool, but they knew they couldn't pull it off. So they do the opposite, and they're like, we're just gonna let him describe what you're seeing. And instead of describing what we're seeing, he just says... Amazing! It's a magic triangle. I'm pretty sure it's isosceles. <laughs> and it's then, so bad. and then there's the convenient map on the side that he burns a hole in right there. Like, I know where we're going now. <laughs> Everybody else does. Were the, were, were, were the skulls going? Like, was that what was going on in the room? The skulls were looking around the room to try to find the map. Like, yeah, on possibly. That? I fucking ah, hate everything. Yes. What if there'd been no map in the room? What if there had been no map in the room, Maybe Joe? Maybe they would have teleported the entire room to where they were supposed to go. Conveniently, there was a map. We'll never know. 
And then they make this cool... Did you say that was your least favorite scene? That was my least favorite That's scene. That's also my least favorite scene, but because it's in the middle of the museum, and he just told people five seconds ago that there's free sandwiches and cake in the <laughs> next room over. <laughs> and then they're yelling and shouting, and skulls are destroying shit, and no one notices. Well, he doesn't say the next room. He says, like, in the whatever way. They didn't get that far. They could have. It was really loud. That yeah. was terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, five minutes before that happened... Kit, what is it? Kit Harrington? Kit, Kit Walker. Walker. Kit Walker. Kit Harrington, Harrington is, is John Snow. Yeah, come on. <laughs> That's John Snow. Um, better Kit. It's a, it's a better Kit there. The uh, best Kit is Knight Rider, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we can all agree on that. So Kit Walker, minutes before Drax shows up, shows up, gets offended about the fact that they put the skull in with, like, a museum exhibit about, like, the Crusades. Takes one of those things that they hang, like, the ropes off to form cues or to keep people away from something and throws it through the glass. Just, this is wrong. <laughs> what? And then Diana, like, Diana's saying, like, um, oh, we can get someone to get that or we just break the glass. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was one of her better lines in the movie. Yeah. Or we'll just break the glass. What was that her part? name? Like, the actress? Was that something Swanson? Christy Swanson? Christy Swanson, yeah. I don't know if she's done anything. Samsonite. You were way off. Swami, Sami, Swami. <laughs> Maybe it's on the briefcase. Oh, Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> I don't know that that's my least favorite scene. I can't say that it is. I think that the, um, the meeting room is actually my least favorite scene. Where, like, he closes all the windows, like, as if he's gonna have, like, this big, long presentation. And it's, like, one slide big, and then he turns the lights on and was like, okay, that's it. No? Nobody else hated that? That That is actually one of my favorite. It's one of my nominees for favorite scene. That whole scene is amazing. <laughs> with the one guy, you've only got the one. You've only got one oh. skull. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking I about. I know where the second one is. Because he had, the two, he had a slide of two skulls because yeah. he had one so he could hold up and make three. <laughs> it's so good. It's so bad. I know. Oh. That's why it's great. If the it's intention awful. was to, uh, I don't know. It's Everything's a little bit funny. <laughs> I cannot make this point enough. <laughs> oh my god. It's not a good movie. No, no. no. We all agree on this. Yes. You know what my... Yeah, I, so that's in your contenders for favorite scene? I have three contenders for favorite scene. One of my contenders for favorite scene, I think it might be the one I go with, is when they're like, hmm, like, a very, this is like one of the first things that fucking happens. First of all, the guy who's in literally everything and I don't know what his name is. The cab driver? Is it no. Quill? Is Quill the main bad guy? Quill has no. his father's... Yeah. Phantom Dad's skull. <laughs> yeah. If that's Quill, then Dream, Quill. Yes. Finish what you're going to do, and then I have a question. Okay. First, I, like, they're in the truck. They're going to, like, the cave, in the, like, the opening of the movie. He goes to elbow the, the little Indian boy in the head, and he ducks it. Yeah. So it's like a little Three Stooges moment in the cab of the truck, which I enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get to the bridge. They all get out. They're like, all right, we're going to cross... You just need one person left behind to take the truck. They tie up the... And they make the little kid take the truck. Yeah. That is my favorite part of the whole movie. I was like, <laughs> watching him try to yep. drive the truck. <laughs> 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 yep. That is... That and is, at the end, he floors it. He's like, oh, I'm safe now. <laughs> Use the brake, kid. Use the brake. <laughs> It's yeah. even funnier thinking about it now than it was when I was watching it. <laughs> that part I really, I really liked. I was just shaking my head. I'm like, what am I, what are we doing? <laughs> that is right at the beginning. I know. I, I was know, like, that's I am all about with this movie. <laughs> you know what? I had a feeling that this was going to, this was going to be bad enough that you thought it was good. Oh, I don't think it's good. No, I know. I like it. Yeah. But it's bad. <laughs> See, I need it to be a little worse. I need it, I need them to like... I don't know what could have possibly been, like, that much worse. <laughs> I mean, other than the acting, like, the acting's pretty decent, except, I, I, for, except for Treat Williams. Treat Williams is not a good actor. Oh, no, he's bad. He's I, terrible. It, and that guy, too, the guy who plays Quill. He's okay. This brings me to my question. All right. Mm-hmm. I have been having back and forth with John, who emails the show sometimes. Yeah. Because I think James Ramar is apparently in that show Black Lightning. Maybe I don't know. I only know him as the dad in Dexter, the phantom dad in Dexter. <laughs> I know him as the cop who rests Blade in Blade Trinity. Sure, that too. Okay. So, like, we can't decide if he's a good actor or a really bad actor. 
I, I can't. He's fine in this. Like, is he though? I th- I'll <laughs> compare comparatively. Take 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 Treat Williams off the table. All right, taking him off the table. Is he I don't think actor? Swanson's any good. I think I think Kat- she's good. Uh, I think she's pretty good. I don't know. If she's got some delivery problems. Maybe I like her character more than her as probably. An actor. I don't think Catherine Zeta. I think Catherine Zeta Jones is approaching Treat Williams' territory with her overacting. She's but that great. might be her character as well. I think that this movie is crippled. Like actually, like the they have the bones, and I mean that as a pun of a good movie here because there are skeletons all over this fucking movie. I'll get it. No, there it is. They have bones of a really, of like a pretty solid movie here, and the writing, which is like the meat, doesn't follow up. It's the dialogue. The dialogue needs to... Just go away, apparently. Yeah. But like, perfect example, like, Treat Williams goes from like, actually looking like he's terrified of the wolf about to eat him. Devil. Devil. The wolf's name is Devil. Getting oh, okay. To, like, on the boat, like the first time that he, that uh, Phantom... Rescues um, Walker. Is that her name? No, no, that's his, his name. name. <laughs> <laughs> his name Walker. What the fuck is her name? Is Diana? What's her last Diana? name? I want to say Prince, but that can't it's be. It's definitely, definitely not, it's definitely definitely not Prince. Well, well, I think it starts with a P. Diane, though. Her name's Diane, right? I think it's Diana. I think, I think it's Diana. Yeah, Diana Palmer. Palmer. Diana Palmer. The first time he goes on the boat, like after Catherine Zeta Jones, like you piece of shit, phone. <laughs> <laughs> when Catherine Zeta Jones's set of pirates like bring the plane down, they kidnap her, and the Phantom shows up to save her. Quill gets knocked, like knocked down or whatever. Devil is like sitting at him, like, "Hey, we're, we're going to eat you," and then gets away. So there, he actually has like good body acting, like he actually looks believable in that moment. And then he gets away, get to like the ramp. To go down to the dock to like try to like stop them from flying away, and at the top he's like, "Come on, let's get them before they go away." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, that will, that you can you deliver lines or no? Like, I'm not sure." Follow me. He definitely says that too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, brothers, don't do anything else. I'm one of you. Like, you couldn't have just got did you did you just get the tattoo or are you actually? It was still bleeding. A member of the sa- the same brotherhood, like how'd that work out? The movie is also kind of difficult to follow. Uh, yeah, it's just got a dumb plot. But there's so many unexplained things. Like, mm. I, all right, I asked Corey this when you're in the bathroom, Joe. How Sorry, dare you? Well, it's something I had to look up because I don't want to rewind it to <laughs> to double check something. When does Catherine Zeta Jones' character turn? When the bad act, the bad male pirates show up. I no, it's in the it's in the scene in the car. She's like, "Why are you so mean? Don't well, you like anything?" And well, then that's why she turns. Yes, that's that, <laughs> that's literally why she turns because she ha- she never stopped to think about why she's such a bitch. What? <laughs> that's insanity. She had an inner moment of inner reflection, and then from that scene forward, she's kind of. Helping out. How I prepare for this show is I watch the movie, then I read the Wikipedia summary to make sure, like, I didn't miss anything or anything glaring I should talk about. They do not make mention of that once. They mention her character, like, at the beginning with, like, um, uh, hijacking the plane and, um, kidnapping Diana. Then they mention her at the end helping the Phantom and Diana. Nothing in between. And I'm just, I'm Cause so it's, cause it's floored nothing. by them. <laughs> nothing even happens. It's, it's all an internal scene, which is really bad writing. Oh, it's terrible. And it's like, cause, like in, um... She just decides. In Superman 78, with, um, Lex Luthor's henchwoman, whatever her name was, I forget. Miss Tessmacher? Yes. Miss Tessmacher! She turns, but she has a reason to turn, because she yeah. wants to save her mother. And yeah. She cool just turns because, hell, I don't know. I got nothing better to she do. She never stopped to th- think about being nice before, and then oh. she did, and she was like, oh. I mean, you could say that there was... way better. <laughs> you could say that there were, like, two or three, like, minor moments that, like, slowly turned her, and then she actually turned. Because at one point, when the Phantom shows up, she, like, just kisses him. Like, yeah. look at but you. But she had a purpose behind that. I thought it was just to, like, 
keep him there, distract him, or whatever. But yeah, I think it was to distract him. But it also they use that's actually a little something clever they do in this movie. They she they use that like they said. I think he's in love with her because he could have could have had me and chose her. Yeah, I, I initially I thought that that was just her being a, a cocky a co- no just a cocky <laughs> bad guy like. She loves a man in uniform or whatever it is she says before she kisses him. I don't know. Yeah, like, I just thought that that was, like, her, that line. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, you're absolutely right. Like, yeah. it's a clever thing they do. But the few. I feel like that was unintentionally clever. Do Probably. You? Like, they didn't plan for it to be, like, they were probably just like, we need her to say something. Hmm. We need to fill this scene in. Because I'm clearly hotter than Diana is, so... Yeah. They're both very attractive women. You got like the girl next door thing with Diana. And then you got was Salah? Is that her name? Salah. Two Salads. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's from SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> so then, it's Salah. <laughs> so the point is, you have her. Starting to reflect inwards during that moment where she's like, she, he could have had me, but he went with her. Right. Like, hey, maybe being a good person gets you somewhere. And then you have that moment where it's like... They've been putting breadcrumbs this whole time for her to change, or for her to turn. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. But the ultimate moment is all the guy pirates show up. One of them tries to manhandle Diana, and then she steps in and like kicks the crap out of him for her. And she looks at him and is like, well, we better stick together. Honestly, to me, it just read as they were trying to have a moment of self-preservation for Sala. I don't think so. I just... I, I yeah. don't think so. I don't know. She realized that she's on the bad side of things. She doesn't want to necessarily be on the bad side of things. She's been a pirate forever and now realizes what actual pirates look like and act like. And she's like, that's not who I want to be. I don't want to make out with any of these people. <laughs> Everybody realized who that, uh, the leader of... The Sang Brotherhood was right. No. Like what else he acted in? He looked very familiar. He was the he was the fuck. What is his name in Mortal Kombat? Oh yeah, Oh Shang Tsung. Yep. Yeah, you're so mine. <laughs> and he talked like that in this too. Oh boy, what does that mean? Oh, ancient pirate talk for fire the cannon. Fire the cannon is also one of my nominees for <laughs> favorite scene. It is so goddamn funny. <laughs> Watching him fly fly across yes. the is pretty funny. Like he's just lowering it. It's just like he's just he accepting it as an inevitability. <laughs> but he could clearly move. Yes, he could. <laughs> right? It's, it's so like good. Cannon. Oh, it's so bad. It's good. But, he could have shot oh, at the guy moving the cannon. He had a gun. What is that guy from? He is from a major, major mob franchise, and I don't know which one it is. Who are we talking about? The guy, that that particular character is like, I'm not going down like the rest of you. The mobster? Yeah, the mobster that gets hit with the cannonball. I don't know. There's I, a lot of that guys in this movie. Like, he's definitely a that guy. The cab driver's definitely His a name that is guy. David Provol, or Provol. He's definitely played other mobsters and things. He's typecast. Yeah, probably. Mean Streets... Shawshank Main Redemption. Streets. Who the fuck is he in Shawshank Redemption? Snooze. Oh, a prisoner. Snooze. Four Rooms. Like, these are all not really... Mean Streets is a fairly well-known movie. I don't know that one. Whatever. He did look really familiar to me, too, though. The Cab Driver. What do you... What do you... Uh, since there were that many that guys, let's go through, like, what we, what we recognize the Cab Driver from. What did you see? Who do you see? I don't... I can't place him, but I feel like... Like the... Like a skeezy, like... Convenience store owner in a movie or okay. something. Do you have a, a thing, a specific no, thing? I'm just, I'm just looking him up because I, I can't think of Ace anything. Ventura, Pet Detective. Oh, he's the one of the cops. He's one of the cops. That's right. He's a cop that kind of makes fun of Ace. Yeah, like, he's, one, he's, one of the, he's one of the asshole cops to Ace. That's right around the same time <laughs> as uh, this one. Okay. I got those stones appraised when you were inside. Yeah. You got me the rest of the day. Okay. When? Then he follows, right? That, yeah. That's Good move on his part. Good call. He doesn't recognize that Kit Walker is the Phantom. I'm a friend of Kit Walker's. I think Christian Bale saw this movie and was like, I definitely have to change my voice for Batman. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That led me to a question. He's in Speed. Who? That guy? Yeah. Probably a cop also. No, I think he's one of the guys on the bus. I think. His name is Bob in that movie. I don't remember. That sounds like a bus guy. (laughs) Bob has the bus for sure. Bob the bus passenger. He's in Independence Day too. Or Independence Day also, or Independence Day too. 
also. Okay. <laughs> what does he mean? Independence. Is, oh, is he? Mario. Or Mario. Is he one of the other? I say Mario. I go back and forth. Doesn't bother me. I don't know. I don't know who he is in that. Anyways. I hate that movie, though. Independence Day? No. Mario. Oh, Super Mario Brothers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that movie sucks. That movie's really, really bad. Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario. <laughs> Let's not talk about this. <laughs> oh, that was... When we get back to New York, I have a really, really tough time discerning when the fuck this movie takes place. 1938. 1938? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Then why the fuck do they have self... Like, the phones... Like, the dial phones that you would have in, like, the mid-60s? The rotary phones? Yeah. Not the 38 thing. Ah, 38, you have this... Hello, operator? No, not 38. No, 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 no. That's like the first phone. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) When did the first phone come out? 18-something. Alexander Graham Bell. Yeah, we definitely improved on it by the 1930s. Yeah, any World War II movie, they got that phone. I mean, I will agree. It feels like there's some anachronisms in this movie. This was definitely filmed on a Hollywood set, I feel. They did not film this on location anywhere. Not even the outside parts? <laughs> Definitely not the outside parts. Worst design for well, a secret hideout I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> totally oh, defeats bad. the purpose. <laughs> oh, God. You're talking about the Skull Cave, right? Yeah. The easily findable place? Very easily findable. <laughs> the one this that's this luscious green area. With she even this. leaves on the plane in the beginning. She's like, she comes back. She was able to find the place real easy, like. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to my son to let a girl slip through his fingers. Won't be shaking his hand no more. <laughs> did they? Did they, do you think they were expected a Phantom Two? I right hope not. I don't think so. Especially not once they released it. Or did they, they run out of it. money and they didn't want to film like the reconciliation in New York? Maybe they probably wanted to do something differently. That's that's the vibe I get from it. Like have her actually leave and then just. You know, boringly tell us what happens. Maybe they thought that was innovative or new or... I mean, there's so many exposition dumps in this movie, I wouldn't doubt that they would have done another one. I don't know, it's almost... they did. They didn't know... It's like they didn't know how to end it, so they ended it there and then brought that guy back to do a voiceover. Perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. Better than, like, text on a black screen. Yes. (laughs) Kit and Diana. (laughs) Diana came back back one day. It revealed all his secrets to her, and she became the Phantom's wife, and they and she gave birth to the next Phantom. In the Skull Cave. In the Skull Cave. While Phantom Dad watched. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, that, that's a sentence that you should use Ghost Dad for. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, I went there, guys. Sue me. Bottom of the ninth, and you're down two skulls. <laughs> oh, fuck. Zing. <laughs> I've been carrying the fourth school around. I never knew it until just now. I just realized. <laughs> well, no, I think he knew what the fourth school was, was, but he was always told that it'll protect you when you need it most. I don't think he knew it was the fourth no, school. he didn't know it was the fourth skull. He was just always told by Phantom Ghost Dad. Phantom Dad. Thank you, Phantom Ghost Dad. Ghost Phantom Dad. It's not the same. <laughs> uh, but he was told that that skull would protect him one day, but he never really put two and two together. He's like, there's a fourth skull? This is the one. Oh my god. Again, exposition up there. And then we had a Harry Potter magic fight scene where they're forcing the, the magic line yeah, back I and forth to each other. I, I, I was thinking the worst fire ever. space balls with the Schwartz. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what it was supposed to do. I thought he... Because the way... Drax is holding the skulls, like like shaking, and he's going forward. I'm like, now is he, is the Phantom lassoing like the skull in? Like, is he pulling it so he can get them? But then, like his beam of light <laughs> became longer, so then it, his purple beat the green. Right, oh, like man. like Drax was leaning in to try to push his his beam. Forward. Yeah, but it kind of looked like the because the Phantom was leaning back, so I thought he was kind of. Pulling it. Yeah, no, that's right. He also has a throwaway line right before that. He's like, I now harness the power of the sun. I was like, well, that's uh Yep. That's a bit much. I don't know. I think I missed that one, actually. Yeah, he's like... Yes, he, he does melted, say that. Yep. He melted a hole in the wall and then blew up, or, like, evaporated Quill. Oh, no. Oh, that's what uh, Xander says. Yes. Drax says. Drax okay. says it. 
Jack says, yeah, I caught that one. I have, I know Harvey's the, the power, power of the, the sun. sun. I thought you said, I, like, that's I a, thought you meant, uh, Phantom says that. No, 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 what? no. That's out of character. Yeah, yeah. and then, uh, yeah, and then it was, it's kind of like, um, well, that's a bit much, that's a bit extreme. I love, or I should say, the one thing that they do that I thought was really cool that they just never bring back up is, like, the weird brand mark that the skull ring leaves on the side of people's heads. This means you get punched by it. Yeah, it means you get punched by it, but, like, just, like, it's something that they dangle there that they could have, like... Maybe that's his thing. It's his calling card. It is, but they could have gone, they could have done it more. Could have just, they could have done more with it. They did enough. One other scene, this is, I don't know, is, like, before the canon, or I guess it's after the canon, where he's like, my name's Quill, I've killed the fam. Join the club, we've all killed the fam. (laughs) It keeps coming back. I know your secrets, Phantom. You're not immortal. They'll die with you. Something. Those sharks in the milk bell. <laughs> they look like the sharks in Austin Powers. The sharks are freaking laser beams. The same, like re- the same ridiculous shark like prosthetics that they use or whatever. Perhaps I should say. You know there's a scuba diver with a fin on the back. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Did we do favorite, least favorite? Like I had said my least favorite. Well, I guess we'll just recap because we are actually running longer than I thought we would. Really? Like, a movie that I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm ready for favorite, yeah. least favorite. Real quick, my least favorite is the two skulls scene in the museum where Drax is just overacting. Amazing. Unbelievable. That's also my least favorite scene, so that'll save some time. I hate the boardroom scene. Okay. My favorite scene is a really basic scene that never comes up again. I like the microscope. I don't know why. That's, that's savage. It like, is. But just the fact, I thought... Drax was going to turn the focus knob. Yeah, that guy yeah, did too. it to himself. Yeah. As liar focuses on the screen. I was like, wow, that, that, that kind of like got me. Like, maybe we're, we're, this movie's going to turn. Yeah. And didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, the same thing. I was like, oh, wow, he's really devious. This right? could, this, he could be a good villain. And he wasn't. Nope. Yeah. And, and the thing was, like, the guy actually probably wasn't lying. Which he I was thought... Lying. He was. Flat out. We don't know how he's getting the information. We just know somebody in the library is giving him the information. He's the only person, he's the only person with access to the collection. He insisted it, and yes. someone else got the... Because he heard the Uncle Dave, or whatever his name is. Right, he's he's totally lying. Yeah. yeah. He, just, he just looked like a bad, devious enough guy that I feel like it was somebody else that's saying it's it. It's never the guy you suspect. Whatever. Oh, or sometimes it is. Um, favorite for me is... The little boy driving the truck across the bridge. That Fair. Fantastic. I, I forgot to put that in my running. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't because I would have a four-way tie. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got? My basically three-way tie. If I have to pick one, it's probably firing the cannon, but it's that conversation with Phantom Dad in the taxi where he shakes his hand <laughs> and the slideshow presentation. Where he just throws the spear through the old mobster as he's leaving the room. <laughs> I'd appreciate if you kept the cops <laughs> off my trail. And he looks at, like, the, like... Oh, the bursitis is really acting up. <laughs> uh, that's what we need to be. I had to watch this with you guys. I think I would have enjoyed it a little bit more. I think so, too. <laughs> Watching Joe laugh at bad movies probably <laughs> definitely make it better. Yeah. I'm laughing more talking about it now than I was watching it, because I was by myself, and... Did you your favorite? I did. Microscope. Right. Yes. Okay, cool. I think that's going to... Do it for our coverage of The Phantom, unless anyone else has anything pressing. Cool. What we're going to do now is, as usual, for the 99th time, rate this movie (laughs) using our Infinity Stones scale from 1 to 6. 1 is the low end, 6 is the high end. If you give a movie 6 stones, you can also give it a gauntlet for the highest possible score. That's probably not happening today. And yeah, let's rate The Phantom. I think sequel goes first. I didn't know what to expect when I was watching this movie. Like, recapping it, if I, <laughs> I think when I first started to watch it, I expected more of a serious movie, and we don't get that at all. Maybe it is supposed to be, like, a somewhat of a comedy where it's so bad it's good. It's a little bit funny all the time. I didn't think it had any rewatchability going into it, but I kind of want to rewatch it. <laughs> we watch it right now. So that that's gonna bump it up half a stone. I'm gonna give it two and a half. Corey, what do you got? I have no interest in rewatching this movie at all. Not even with us. Maybe with you guys. Maybe with you guys over a six pack. Maybe. Nice. Each. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Minimum. I, I it's. 
I wish I had just hated it more, and then I could have, like, watched it more, like, been more interested in watching it to, like, see all the things I hated. But I didn't hate it. Like, it was, it, it's kind of just fine, and, like, I, I'm not mad that I watched it, but I didn't love it. Um, this gets two stones for me. I've got no interest in rewatching it. It just <laughs> is what it is. I can say that I watched it, and I'll never see it again. Part of me really enjoyed this movie. The part of me that likes dumb movies. Because it's a pretty good candidate for that. On a serious note, like I said, I like the cast and their roles. Not necessarily all their acting ability, but as this movie was dumb, I think a lot of the characters were well-suited by who was cast to be them. I do think that Diana is a pretty good character. Not necessarily a great actor, but she's... In 96, she's a strong female character that holds her own and actually, you know, is kind of smarter than the Phantom at times. She has one really, really awesome line pretty early in the flick that I forgot to mention. When the guy's like, what's in that sandwich? And she looks at him and was like, bologna. I like that. Because the guy's just feeding her a bunch of bullshit about, like, wooing her. Trying to woo her. Sweep you off your feet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why didn't you? I don't know. Didn't feel like it. <laughs> That's basically what he said. Pretty much. But yeah, so it's a it's a fun watch for me. I would watch this movie again, not necessarily in a heartbeat, but I would definitely watch it with you guys in the future with some beers. So it's probably about two stone quality, but because I enjoyed it so much, I'm going to give it that extra stone for three, as I tend to do with movies that are bad but fun. It's a shame that Billy Zane didn't get to, you know, <laughs> evolve from this. I mean, he might have. No, he was definitely two other movies, one before this, and then Titanic. He was good in Titanic. He was good in uh, Bedcom, was the name of the other one. Plays the villain. Never even heard of it. Nicole Kidman. So that's what he is. He plays, he's a bad guy who was trying to break, like, not get typecast and play a good guy. Sam Neill. That's the other guy. From Quantum Leap? No. It is? It's Sam Neill from, uh, well, maybe I'm getting the name wrong, Jurassic Park. Oh, no, I think that's Scott Bakula and... That's it, Scott Bakula. From Quantum Leap. Never mind. Sam Neill's from Jurassic Park, right? Mm, sounds right. Yeah, I think so. I don't want to look it up anymore. I'm going to tell everyone that those are our ratings for The Phantom. If you menace. want... <laughs> what? Nothing. I said Menace. Menace? <laughs> those would have been lower. <laughs> At least for me. I would have. I enjoyed watching this movie way more than The Phantom Menace. If, you want to le- if you've actually seen The Phantom and want to let us know what you think about it, and also... Please send us questions for our 100th episode. This is the last time I'm going to remind you in an episode before the 100th. So send your questions in an email, if that's how you want to deliver them, to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. I was waiting for it. You can find us on Twitter at zthpodcast. And if you decide to send us a question on the Twitter, make sure to hashtag zthpodcast so we can find it. Hashtag zth100. Zth100. That's, I'm sorry. Take it, take it again. <laughs> If you're going to ask us a question on Twitter, make sure to hashtag ZTH100 so we can find them. You can also find us on Instagram and take a picture of you in your purple phantom costume and send it to us on Instagram at ZTH Podcast. God, I hope someone has one. <laughs> Me too. We're on Facebook, facebook.com, backslash ZTH Podcast, or search for us on Facebook, Zero's Talking Heroes, and be one of the first to comment on our Facebook page with a question, hashtag ZTH100. You could be in the first ten. Dr. Grant? Yes. Yeah. That's what the question was, right? Samuel's. Yep. Maybe friend requests Phantom Dad. (laughs) Just not Ghost Dad. That's a whole different thing. Phantom Ghost Dad. Phantom Ghost Dad. Mister Phantom. (laughs) Uh, And last but not least, fun is on iTunes or some kind of podcast app that links to iTunes and give us a five star rating if you're enjoying the show. That's the maximum number of stars if you're keeping track. And if you want to include a review with that rating, we'll read it on the air like it was an email. And if that's too much work for you, tell your friends about the show and get them to listen to it also, and then you can talk about how stupid we are together. Reminder again, questions, Q&A, 100th episode. Technically speaking, they will have 24 hours after listening to this to get those questions in. They have to be in Yeah, but that's only for the people who are going to listen to this right away. Then that's not even a point, because if they listen to it any time after, right? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. This is all this is all the last warning time. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Zero's talking heroes. Next time we're not doing a movie. It's episode hundred. Woo! We did it guys, we made it.
Almost. Not yet, Corey. Don't, I don't count your chickens before they hatch, Corey. I think it happened. I think I can count this chicken. Syria is in a... Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Only say funny things. <laughs> funny to some people. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, on that down note, <laughs> episode 100 is coming next time. I'm super excited. I'm sure everyone else is. Who knows... What combination of us is going to be here? The three of us will definitely be here. Absolutely. Maybe we'll get Frank or Matt to come. We'll see. We'll try. We will, we will try. try. You will try. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, and on behalf of everyone else, it's my job to let you know that everyone movie out there is someone's favorite movie. The Phantom might be someone's also. I, I think so. I think definitely someone's. It's possible, but <laughs> some ten-year-old saw it and was like, you know what? I'm all about The Phantom. Get me that VHS. Ha <laughs> <laughs>